Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. This is Tom. And that would make me Mike. And what are we going to talk about tonight? Um, Having COVID sucks. Are you still sick? Uh, not necessarily. Like, like I... I think I'm past the COVID stage. Tomorrow will be uh, like 10 days and I'm going to test again because when I tested a couple of days ago, I still had a faint line on the test. Mm. But uh, it's more that with this weather and the heat and everything, my allergies have been just fucking out of control. So I went from like allergy problems to COVID to allergy problems. And I just, I mean, it's just been, I've been miserable. This heat has been, <laughs> this heat has been intolerable. I, I agree with you. This I, is like the second year in a row too, that my parents air conditioning broke right when the heat wave hit. And like the people that come to service, they're like, we're not going to be able to get parts for a week. And my parents are sitting sweltering during this time frame. Yeah. Yeah. And it's at a level where like fans don't even help. They just push hot air around. Yeah, you're just pushing hot, sweaty air. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Over other areas that are already hot, sweaty. Hot, sweaty. That's that's the name of like a really prog rock kind of band. I was going to say that or a Mike Waits album. (laughs) I don't know who that is. Who's Mike Tom Waits. Tom Waits, I meant to say, yeah. Oh, hot, sweaty air. That's too sexy for Tom Waits. Tom Waits is not about sexy. He's about like misery and despair. I don't know. Feels pretty miserable and despairish to be talking about hot, sweaty, anything. Mm, I guess. I yeah. don't know. I mean, you know, it just feels like it. I don't know. Like hot, sweaty without the air kind of sounds like it could be sexy, right? I mean, that's true. You could it could have sexy connotations. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like we found a podcast episode title. Yeah. <laughs> hot sweaty implications, connotations. Hot sweaty, <laughs> hot sweaty complications. <laughs> nice. No, it was sexy connotations. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. So this uh week, my uh mother and uh, and father, uh, their their 50th wedding anniversary took place on Thursday. So my brother and his family flew in from California. And uh, my niece and her boyfriend came in from Pittsburgh. And California, 2022. California. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I've come to accept that you just can't help yourself. Um, so... Yeah, so the whole fam was together and it was great. It was just really fun. Um, I got to uh, hang out with my brother, which I never get to do, and uh, really got a big dose of my uh, my sister-in-law's um, personality, which I never really had be- gotten a chance to do before. You know, it was mm-hmm. always, everything was so rushed, you know? Um, so this time we had a lot of time to sit around and talk and she's hilarious. And then, um, well, I had a feeling um, you weren't going to be like, God, I couldn't stand it. Well, no, no, I had such a good time. And then I, uh, um, my nephew, 
Ben, who uh, will be joining us uh, in a future episode. Ben, the two of us need love no more. What? It's a Michael Jackson song, Ben. Oh, is no, I've never heard it. <laughs> yep. Never heard it. Um, look it yeah. up. Yeah, he's, he's, um, he's super cool. He's into a lot of the same stuff that I'm into. He has a, 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 a YouTube channel called Spicy Sonic. Um, if I had to say they're close to anybody i'd say they're a lot like Oni plays i don't know if you're familiar with those guys but vaguely very funny kind of uh kind of hyperactive humor i guess you could say you know very high spirited high energy uh silly you know irreverent um good stuff so i want to make sure that everyone gets a chance to check that out that's spicy sonic on youtube um, and we'll have him on the show here in a couple of weeks, but yeah. So we we went to we went to this uh, restaurant for for lunch, and it was a unmitigated it was an unmitigated fucking disaster. Nice. It took us twenty minutes to order. Wow. <laughs> because. <laughs> And we fucked it up, too, because my dad kept trying to figure all this stuff out and everybody's screaming and everyone's talking and no one's paying attention and he's getting stressed out. And there's like, well, how many sodas do we want? All right. What kind of soda? It was ridiculous. (laughs) And we ended up getting the wrong thing at one point because the servers were, you know, quite understandably confused by our order. Because I think we changed it about three times, and I was sitting with my niece, um, Skylar, and and I said to her, uh, "She's like these people hate us," and she's like, "These people are spitting in our food." <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. So we were we were that family. She's like, everyone in this place is pissed off at us right now. The customers, the waiters, everybody. But then when you consider we probably dropped 150 bucks on lunch, you know, how mad could they really be? Well, I mean, you know. Yeah, so we were going to still be talking about you today. Maybe, maybe. Oh, my God, those people. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Jeez <laughs> Louise, I tell you. Yeah. And then we, we uh, the one night we went to uh, like this. I want to call it like a, an adventure sports esque kind of a place. Has an indoor outdoor um, go kart track and like a laser nice. tag thing and this VR thing that I don't really fully understand if like they popped oculuses on their heads or what. But um, I think so. I think that's what it was. But um, we went out there and the the boys got on my my other two nephews miles and alex got on they all got on the uh go-karts and they're just out of the gate and alex's vehicle makes this loud sound and stops moving and (laughs) then all the cars on the track stop and then sporadically they're stopping and starting and these poor kids are sitting there looking so sad and so bummed and alex (laughs) is like i don't know what to do you know and then the first employee comes over to figure it out. He tries to push him. The second employee comes over and he does some sort of tapping on the front, which does absolutely nothing. And then a guy who's not wearing a tie dye shirt 
comes over (laughs) (laughs) and he does something. And then they back it, they get him out of the car, they back him up and they give him a voucher and they start the race over. And about 30 seconds into the race, it starts raining. So they have to close the outdoor section of the track and reconfigure it for indoor. So they start (laughs) over again. And this time my nephew finally got on, Alex got to get on the ride. So it worked out, but these poor kids, they were so bummed. It completely like for, I'm sure at least a couple of those kids, it ruined their night that were out there that night. But I, all told, you know, I, it was a clusterfuck, but it was so much fun. And uh, it meant so much to me. It meant so much to my parents. Good. You know, I was really sad when I left my parents on Sunday, on Saturday night, because it's like, well, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm making plans to visit my brother and his family in November, but having everybody together like that, you know, when's that going to happen again? It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Sucks. I mean, even when your family lives close together, a lot of times that kind of shit, the only time that, uh, that my family seems to get together. Everybody is either for holidays or for funerals. Yeah. That seems to be it. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. And the holidays less frequently. Yeah. Like everyone makes it to a funeral usually, but I mean, there are exceptions. Sure. Uh, especially during COVID. Yeah. You know, a lot of people weren't able to make it to my grandmother's funeral because it was right in the middle of the first year of COVID and you know, no one was getting on a plane no. or very few people, if any at all, were getting on planes. So yeah, except for those who don't believe COVID exists. Right. But even then the regulations were so locked down, you know, believe it exists or not, you're not getting on that thing without a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, not then maybe not even now. I don't think. I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Cause I haven't, uh, I haven't flown, I haven't flown anywhere since 2008. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is the last time I flew, they made me take my shoes off and it's a pain in the ass to take my shoes off and put them back on. Cause I'm fat. So, you know, I'm right there with you, buddy. It's like, fuck this. I don't like it. I'd rather drive. I'm so out of breath for bending over to put on my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sir, why are you breathing? Sunday? Cause I'm fat. Because uh, I'm putting my shoes on. Uh, but on the other hand, it's not reasonable to go cross country for a, a visit. So, you know, when, when it takes four days to get there and another four days to get back, yeah. basically just show up, spend the night, and go home. <laughs> so, hi, bye. Yeah. yeah you know, so, yeah, I'm, I'll be getting out playing. You know, I just. I have to get a real ID. That's one thing. We could take a train. Ah, I could do. A little bit ah. longer of a trip, but very scenic nonetheless. And trains are the shit, dude. Have you ever traveled by train? I have never taken a long trip by train. I have traveled in a train before, yes. I used to commute every day to work that way. Um, and it's chill, dude. You just sit in your seat. You listen to a podcast and you just the bumps and the it's very soothing. Mm. Um, I will say commuter trains are a bit of a pain in the ass because, I mean, you know, you've got a quiet car, right? 
and some asshole will come into the quiet car and start having a loud phone conversation on speaker. Of course. You know, and people will come up and say things to them and they'll be like, go fuck yourself. So, you know, what are you going to do? Like, got to go, go fuck yourself, I guess. I guess. Yeah. You go and actually physically fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great suggestion. Thank you. Yeah. And really, really, if you can manage to fuck yourself, I'm impressed. I've gone and fucked myself, sir. Now what? Yes. Now what do I do? What is your yes. next suggestion? <laughs> I don't know. Nobody's ever come back for a second. Uh, mm, good question. Yeah. yeah well, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> if you insist. Fuck everybody. Fuck the whole damn train. <laughs> Suddenly, that uh, image of a train going into a tunnel that they, you know, play in movies when they're trying oh, yeah. to suggest it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense because there's some mm. guy in there and he's looping up. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Speaking of sexual stuff. Because I mean, we can't help ourselves, we always have to talk about that. Yeah, sex or food. Um, I mean, really, yeah, sex or food, right? <laughs> Sometimes both. Uh, the CDC has apparently decided that a good measure to prevent the spread of monkeypox uh, for people who think they've been exposed to it while socially distancing, they should masturbate together to avoid spreading the disease. The CDC has was this in lieu of sex. Yes. Is that is that what the what the key is? Because otherwise it just sounds really weird. The CDC is like, hey, you think yeah. you got monkeypox? Let's masturbate together. <laughs> yeah, I may have worded that badly. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> we have found that the spread of monkeypox is 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 hampered by mutual masturbation on the internet. <laughs> and that's why we want to show you our new OnlyFans page. <laughs> masturbation is always the answer. Masturbation wins. Masturbation wins. So the CDC issued, issued sex guidance for people who think they might have been exposed to monkeypox. The recommendations include socially distanced masturbation in order to avoid spreading the virus. I just read the worst sentence in this entire article. Matt, well, I'll share it with me in a moment. Okay. Masturbate together at a distance of at least six feet without touching each other, says the CDC. And without touching any rash or sores. Oh, no, no, that wasn't the worst part. The worst part was the CDC also advises that those who have been exposed to monkeypox have virtual sex or consider having sex with your clothes on or covering areas where rash or sores are present. Who the fuck is having sex and rubbing rash or sores together? This is a leper colony. <laughs> Yeah, that's I really feel like that kind of goes without saying, right? Like, hey, uh, you got sores on your genitals. Don't fucking rub them together. Yeah. So what do they do? Like cover them up with with saran wrap or whatever, like you do with a tattoo. Uh, I'm thinking the heaviest pair of pants you can possibly wear while still being comfortable. Uh, says uh, that you they recommend that those who have who have potentially, potentially yeah. been infected with monkeypox should wash their hands, fetish gears, sex toys, and any fabrics after having sex. Um, okay, you should really be washing your hands, fetish gear, sex toys, 
etc after having sex regardless right right i mean it just feels like responsible fetish gear ownership right yeah you you don't want to <laughs> leave like a, a permanent glaze on that shit <laughs> yeah right like i can still <laughs> smell this from the last time we used it oh no oh my god it smells like dookie butter oh terrible this is disgusting <laughs> yeah this has turned into literally one of the more disgusting things that we've talked about ever yeah and i just i, I just think that the fact that the cdc has to be so bold and like specific in what they're saying makes me a little bit sad inside yeah yeah like haven't we all been through this std stuff like i know monkeypox is not an std per se but can still be transmitted like that. Like, haven't we all learned enough to know that you don't rub? Like, if somebody's got an open sore, you don't go. Mm, I'm gonna lick my, it. That's my thing. Yeah. How'd you uh, know I like open sores and rashes? <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure there's somebody with a fetish for that out there. Right. I was Wait, just hey, saying. You know what? No shame for you. I guess this is specifically aimed at you. Stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Please <laughs> stop doing that. Yeah, this is this is narrow casting. <laughs> <laughs> this article is narrow casting. It's for people who like, oh man, baby, I love it when your rashes are. <laughs> oh baby, I love your rash and your open source. Ooh, baby, I love that break every day. <laughs> what do you do when you see a sore? You lick it. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Wipe your peen all over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Makes sense. How dare I even question this? Right. Yeah, you're just you're just yucking somebody's yums, dude. It's okay. I think I'm done with this one. I really do. I really do. My family members are listening to this one. Your family uh, members brought up to me when you called me from your family reunion about all the interns sticking their hands in my ass when I had my prostate problem at one time. That is okay? true. This is not. I mean, it's kind of goes along with it. I think we'll be all right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I may. I'm selling. I'm selling my 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 brother and his family short. They have sick imaginations too. So we'll be okay. I think everything will be just fine. And I was a little shocked that that was the only thing that your brother thought to mention to me. <laughs> well, that's the thing that really stuck out to him in terms of like the podcast. I don't that's know. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was two years ago. Yeah. I mean, two years ago that I told the story. Uh, about, oh, but it taking place? Well, about yeah. 18, 19 years ago that that happened. I say my my oldest was only in a in a baby carrier when that happened. So you, you should retell the story so people don't have to go back to episode <sighs> one or two or whatever. It's well, in. we're not even sure where it's at at yeah. this point. Yeah. So uh, sure, I'll tell the story again. Why not? Uh, have As a young man, uh, I had a lot of as a younger man, I had a lot of prostate problems, which is apparently something that, that is like genetic, I'm guessing. Uh, but I had reached a point where I couldn't even like stand, sit, kneel, do anything without it hurting, excruciating, like pain in my taint. Mm. Like it felt like it felt like my prostate was going to come screaming forth 
and uh like it was gonna be like one of them alien like the alien popping out of the guy's chest oh but it was gonna God. be my it was gonna be my prostate popping out of my taint instead and, i just imagine uh, it getting heavy like a stone just it turning felt into... like it felt like i had a rock yeah pressing into every sensitive area and there's a lot of nerves in that area there's a lot of nerves between your anus and your genitals right there like that's it's like nerve central mm-hmm. and uh so i ended up going to the hospital and the the hospital the local hospital for most of us is a teaching hospital so at this point you run the risk of getting care yes but also having a bunch of people you don't know looking and or touching things on you that you wouldn't normally uh have people looking at or touching and when you're in that much pain and they go hey you know, it would probably help if we could have a couple of the students come over here and see what this feels like. And you can describe it to them. And I was in such pain at that point that I was delirious. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I end up having probably, I don't know, 10 people stick their fingers in my asshole <laughs> to feel my prostate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, and the worst part of it wasn't that. The worst part was at the end, and, and I know it's funny, like you figure having 10 people put their hands in your ass would be the worst part, but it, it really, <laughs> it really at this point wasn't the worst part was when the nurse went to help clean me up and takes like, they had used so much lube. I'm telling you, there was lube everywhere. And she goes like, takes these paper towels, folds them in half and goes to wipe my ass and goes from, you know, front to back the way you're supposed to wipe your butt. But it was more like a fun slide. <laughs> where she gets the paper towels and starts, you know, pushing in the direction of my of my head and just goes whoop and wipes shitty lube from my asshole to my shoulder blades. Oh. Yeah, that was the that was the worst part of it. Imagine having essentially Santorum wiped all over your back. Oh, yep. That was oh. it. The only thing I was missing was semen. I'm pretty sure nobody jizzed in my butt that night. Pretty sure. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. It might have happened because I was kind of out of it. When you're in that much pain, like you can't like even sitting on my on my side was painful. Mm-hmm. Standing hurt. Everything hurt. Like if a fly had landed on my taint, I would have screamed. You know, and, and that's weird because normally you kind of welcome that, right? Oh, yeah. Flies on my taint. Absolutely. Sometimes I. You know, I like to try the old honey and vinegar thing and see if it actually works. And flies are disgusting. They like poop. Is that when you're out out in your garden, out in your backyard, um, sunning your anus? Yes. Yeah. I Well, I mean, the chemical bleaching is far too painful. Well, not only that, but it powers up your root chakra. Absolutely, and, man. All that vitamin D yeah. right there on your uh, on your monkey button. Yep. Your balloon knot. Yeah. I don't know many euphemisms for the butthole off the top of my head, but you picked two good ones. Monkey button. Satan's back door. Satan's back door. I don't know. I no, just... no, that, you know what that is? That's the, the little hole in the straw that you put the straw through in a McDonald's cup. Oh, if you ever stick your finger in one of those, I have. Like Who they, hasn't? they barb and stick and they, they like, trying to remove your finger it's you like just made me uh, think of sticking my peen in there now yeah exactly that would hurt Ugh. so fucking much that's satan's butthole 
All right, it's fair barbed. enough. It's barbed on the inside. There's got to be somebody who takes and has somebody hold that over their anus and penetrates them and gets off on that. There's got to be somebody out there in the world that digs that. Dude, I, there are guys <laughs> that like to get punched in the dick. And I got to tell you, dick. I've been kicked and or punched in the balls numerous times or the dick, either or the, the twig and berries uh, as a whole or one or the other. And I can tell you that it is probably one of the least pleasurable experiences next yeah. to somebody kicking at you and accidentally missing your cheeks completely and kicking you directly in the asshole. <laughs> you thumb, know, that hurts their thumb or their toe gets stuck up there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, it's happened to all of us. <laughs> oh, what? Getting a, a toe in the butt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That happened to me too. It, duh. Yeah. An altercation with a cop. <laughs> A cop did it to you. That's even yeah. worse. Yeah. <laughs> Police brutality. Yeah, it wasn't nice, but you know, I feel stronger for it. I learned something that day. Well, an unexpected penetration will normally it's strengthen great, you. It's a great teacher. It'll it's, strengthen you. Yeah. Unexpected, but I have to say, also not consented to. I mean, you know, I did shoot him in the face with one of those little rubber like band things, those little rubber band mm -hmm. guns. I think he way overreacted. I don't know. That feels like implied consent to me. Mm. You were like, I like it rough, sir. Mm. Please penetrate me. Mm. Are you saying that I secretly wanted it? Uh, I mean, what do you think? I think I think I'd, I'd pick something other than a toe. Well, I mean, a toe is better than like a full-on erection. Well, sure. In general, because toes are generally smaller than penises. <laughs> Except that dicks don't usually get kicked up into you. Well, I also don't have fucking fingernails on them. Or toenails, yeah. rather. Yeah. 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 Fingernails on your toes. Yeah, that, that yeah. makes sense. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did say thumb at first. So. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the difference is that toe, toenails are gnarly. Like, oh my god, especially the big toe toenail is just they're gnarly compared to a regular toe. I don't care how well or you a regular keep up on nail. Your toes. What the fuck is wrong with me? I don't care how well you keep up on your feet. You got some gnarly. You got a gnarly toenail. I don't give a shit. They're yeah. they're gonna be real thick, or they're yeah. gonna be super sharp. Yeah, or both. You got sock cutters. Yeah, like you kick something and like puncture it. Like you kick the side of a kiddie pool, you're going to puncture it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just had to laugh because I just saw, was it on was it on Facebook or was it on Reddit? I don't remember which. Or somebody had was like selling a shotgun and this thing had gotten pointed out because I know I think it was I think it was an article on Facebook that was like the top 10 like disgusting things people have seen when they were selling something online. And this person was selling a brand new like riot shotgun and it showed their toes like at the bottom of the picture because they were took the picture without their dude. If I saw this person's feet, I would have run screaming. That's how bad they were. <laughs> Imagine the worst feet you've ever seen. Take that times five. That's I don't how know. Bad I've seen were. some pretty bad feet. Like Dude, I've, they were, I've seen they were the terrible. feet of like people with like advanced neuropathy from diabetes and like they're all dry rotted and shit. Mm -hmm. That's what these look like. That's what that was what it was like. Oh my God. 
Yeah. You're basically walking on dead stumps. Like, I've never been a foot person to begin with, and yeah. this made me less of a foot person. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of feet at all. Feet are I, gross. I don't I don't quite understand the, the whole foot fetish thing. I mean, that's your thing, man. That's your thing. I'm not kink shaming you. I'm just saying for me. Hey, listen, listen. No. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It here's the thing about, about kink shaming. It, it's not okay to put someone down for what they're into, but don't that does not mean you are obliged to understand it. Fair enough. You know, or even need to understand it. It's something private anyway. It doesn't I mean I like to lick a butthole every now and again. That's just my thing. Right. Well, you know, but uh, I don't get feet. I just don't. Yeah. It's, I, I don't want to picture you licking buttholes. Well, and that's I'm what sorry, I was but getting now you at. have. What I was getting at is it doesn't need to be shared, but then you completely blew that. <laughs> well, I mean, water. <laughs> why, why have that in my mind if I'm not going to say it aloud? Ah, yes, of course. I think people have come to expect from me a certain level of, of lack of decorum. Yeah, I was. Oh, my God. Did you took the words right out of my mouth? I was going to say a certain lack of decorum, yeah. like for real. It was well, like exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> so, yeah. Pick the words that suit the best. And yes, yeah, perfect. <laughs> you have like zero filters <laughs> in general, in general. Ah, well, we love you, Mike. I hope so. And yet I still found the monkey fox story to be distasteful. <laughs> so did I. Shall we talk about Lauren Bobert? We should talk about Lone Low and Berbert. Close Lauren, enough. Lauren Bobert. Quite yeah. possibly the most unlikable. Well. One of the two most unlikable women on the face of the planet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Her and really... uh, Marjorie Tyler Green have set a new bar that I don't know that like even Sarah Huckabee Sanders can reach. No. Yeah. They're they're on a whole different level of evil and stupidity. And and it's the combination that makes them so bad. I mean, if they were just evil or just stupid, I could yeah. almost tolerate that. But the fact that they are so they're both at the same time. Yeah. I mean, Marjorie Taylor Green threw a fit because someone put a sticker on a sign outside her her office, a sticker and mm -hmm. said, I fear for my life that she she freaked out when um, someone on like a television show made a joke about her. She is a psychopath and she'll do anything for attention. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't she though live tweeting the locations of other members of uh, the Senate when the uh, Capitol was broken into? I don't know. I can't say whether or not that's true because I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me in the least. And then Bobert, God, she's just she's just as dumb as dumb as a box of rocks and and she's vapid vapid yeah empty-headed like there's nothing going on behind those eyes and you know i know there are people who are like yo but she's hot and i'm like shut the fuck up people thought sarah palin was hot too yeah and i never understood that either i to me hot is well, i don't know because like that one porn star always did sarah palin and i thought that was kind of hot so. I did not. I did not. And he, here's why. 
uh, uh, to me, that person represents so many things that I hate that I cannot find them attractive physically. That's why I would, I would hate, I would hate beat one out. Well, I'd feel very filthy for doing that. I already do anyway. So it's all, it's all good. So you're used to shame. You're oh, absolutely. I'm fucking Catholic. Of course. Yeah. You bathe in shame. That's right. Even thinking about masturbating brings me shame. You got to set yourself free, brother. Oh, please. Like it's ever stopped me. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You just don't need that hard line afterwards. You know, you should be proud of what you've done. Although, you know, it is shame and there's all every, every one of us is like, yeah, I made a mess again. Do, do, do. Dun, dun, dun. I but, just flushed a bunch of knuckle babies down the toilet. Back to Lauren Bobert, though. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. So Lauren Bobert had a restaurant in Denver called Shooters. Shooters Grill. What a yeah. douche. Well, it, it gets douchier. Of course. The, the restaurant itself, the servers, all the staff were open carrying. And uh, apparently, I, I, if if I would have to guess that the reason why what happened next has something to do with that fact and uh, and and related insurance liability issues, um, possibly um, the fact that that the uh, landlord or the owner of the building has refused to renew their lease, and so Shooters now is closed. They cannot they cannot operate their business within those walls and they don't have another location. So so sad. If she's so successful, why couldn't she just buy the building? Right. Right. Well, mm -hmm. we'll we'll see. Maybe, maybe she's got something up her sleeve. But uh I went on, I found on Yelp that there were some reviews of this place, and most of them were five stars and were like. Um, pro gun, you know, of course. And pro. I mean, they would be the yeah. people that would, would go those there. Place. Yeah, right, right, exactly. I feel like if I went in there, it'd be like a vampire going into a church. I would just, I would just burn up on impact. <laughs> just walk in and immediately burst into flames. I would just avoid it because that would be the most stressful thing I could possibly imagine. Oh, Even yeah. if they had like the best appetizers ever. Yeah, yeah. So people were like, oh, yeah, I complained about my food not being well done when I ordered like well done and I got like almost rare. And and the, while I was talking, <laughs> the waiter was like resting his hand on his gun like <laughs> like a cop. <laughs> it was like it was like very intimidating place to eat. Yeah, that has you know? a, uh, a an element of terror to your meal. Right. Well, and, you know. <laughs> Not you don't have to, to worry break. about getting your food spitting. You got to worry about getting shot when you complain. Right, exactly. And it brings me to an interesting point, sort of as a tangent. Someone pointed out to me the other day that the reason why open carry and everyone having a gun is a bad idea, or even concealed carrying for that matter, is a bad idea, is because let's say you're in an active shooter situation, right? Mm -hmm. So you wep you pull your weapon and you draw and you fire. As soon as you do that, someone else who doesn't know the situation is opening fire on you. And then yeah. someone's opening fire on them. And pretty soon there's 15 people dead. Yeah, you know? I mean, unless you, I'm a good guy. 
Because, yeah. you know, nobody would ever think to do that if they were doing something bad. Right. Right. Yeah. It's the, I mean, and I'm not saying that every single one of those situations, that's how it would occur. But it's inevitable that it would occur and it'd be a fucking massacre. It's true. You know, I mean, I, you, you would be led to believe that that's, that that's how that would play out, it, it's which simple. is a big reason why I don't, why I don't carry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to get shot just because I have a gun. Well, I don't even yeah. own a goddamn gun. I do. I own a gun, but uh, I don't make a huge deal out of it because it's not part of my uh, sexual identity. <laughs> I don't have to tell people all the time about it and everything because you mean telling I just people- don't. Telling people how big and hard your gun is. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've owned a gun for twenty, probably about twenty years now, and uh, it just isn't even a factor in my life. Right, right. So now, if somebody breaks into my house, could be a different story. Sure, sure. But that's why you have it, right, to mm-hmm. protect your family, which is yeah. a reasonable thing. Um. And I've thought about owning one before for the exact same reason, but ultimately I feel like I would get myself killed because I just don't have what it takes to pull the trigger. And that would get me killed. I think you might, you might be led to believe that by your nature, but if somebody is threatening the life of your loved ones, uh, all bets are off. I think you'd be able to do it. I'm not going to say the aftermath of it would be pleasant. Right. You know, you'd probably be beating yourself up for it forever if you yeah. did. But yeah. at the same time, I think uh, given the opportunity uh, to protect your own, I think that you would probably step up. Well, yeah, I probably would. I mm-hmm. just, I would rather it just not even be a factor, you know, and, and, and I guess that denial sort of i don't know just i <laughs> i'm just gonna rip somebody from limb limb from limb with my bare hands if they break into my house to try to do something guns just don't feel like a good match for me let's just put it that way i don't feel like i'd feel safer with it in my house fair enough so you know just put it like that but you know um I, again i don't have a problem with someone who owns a gun you know, and uses it responsibly and keeps it responsibly and keeps it locked. And it is fun that. to go shooting too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I've, I mean, you know, I was in the military. I fired a rifle many, many, many times and go plinking as it were. Yeah. It's fun to shoot out windows. <laughs> <laughs> when we were hanging out with, uh, you remember Shannon, mm-hmm. um, we were, we were hanging out at his house. Uh, it was like me and Matt and Adam and a few other guys. And uh, they, Matt brought his gun and Shannon brought his gun out. And we went to the little barn behind his house. And I don't even know if it was his barn, but we just started shooting the windows out. Sure. It was great. It was fun. I'm going to guess it wasn't his barn. <laughs> well, knowing Shannon, yeah, probably. <laughs> that guy disappeared from the face of the earth he's living off the grid somewhere yeah yeah he doesn't even know what year it is <laughs> he's like he's like doing like uh steam you know those what are those called sweat lodges mm-hmm. i can see him running a sweat lodge <laughs> i'm running one in this room right now yeah dude it's hot as fuck here 
Yeah. It was miserable this whole weekend, though. This whole week, really. It's like I walk into the areas of the house where the air conditioning is, and it's like I'm walking into the freezer. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm so uncomfortable because I'm sweaty. Until you get used to it, and then and then you start to feel warm, and then you go outside, and you're like, yeah, I was fucking stupid for thinking I was warm. It's all. We're talking about the weather, for fuck's sake. What I know. Kind of, what kind of podcast is this, Mike? We're turning this- into uh, mediocre middle-aged guys. Yeah, really. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, the weather. We was just talking about how hot it was. Yeah, the weather was hot. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just I don't know if I have anything else to say about Lauren Boebert. Other than that, you know, I wish her nothing but the least of success in everything that she tries to do. And uh, I hope that next time she gets um, outvoted by a dead person. (laughs) Yeah, I just I just don't understand how these people keep making it to to office. Uh, It just. Oh, I think my mind. I think what you need to do is you need to go (laughs) like about. 30, 50 miles in any direction from where we are now and just hang out. <laughs> You'll see why these people get voted in the office. That's fair enough. I mean, I don't think I even need to go that far. No, you really don't. Hell, you probably don't even Let's cr- go to the local to- Walmart. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably don't even need to leave town. You could just do it right there. Yeah, those people are everywhere and they're like, well, all I know is that I agree with them on their political ideas about abortion and guns and Jesus Go ahead. and socialism. So I'm a vote for them, even though they're clearly incompetent morons, because I'm an incompetent moron, too. And I identify with them. I approve this message. Yeah. I'm a moron and I approve this message. <laughs> but I mean, then, no, now, of course, they're not self-aware enough to know that, you know, to be thinking like that. But that's exactly what they're doing. They're identifying with a moron. They're like, that person thinks like me. And the thing about morons is like, you know, you have to realize like everybody else, they think they're smarter than everybody. You know, they think they're the smartest person in the room. Yeah. They Which might is, be when they're the only one in the room, but that's even questionable. Well, sometimes they have bunny rabbits. Flies. Flies. Yeah. Yeah. Mosquitoes. Are mosquitoes smart? I don't know. Uh, they've survived since prehistoric times. I don't know if that's a, you know, I don't think that's mechanism about, of their intelligence. Yeah, I don't think that's intelligent. Plus, it's not like if it was the same mosquitoes from back then. <laughs> Like that'd be same, crazy. Yeah, I bet be they like, were huge. Oh my god, they were probably the size of a fucking Rottweiler. It's like fucking Fallout. Make it look like a crinkled up soda can when they were done. Oh, speaking of Fallout, I started playing Fallout seventy six. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty good if you don't have to deal with other people. You can have a private server, and oh, uh, that's why and, I never uh, played it because I didn't know that. Yeah. If you ever want to play it, let me know because I can just invite you to my server. There's a new Fallout game in the works too. Yeah, 2030. That's when it's supposed in London. Nice. It's supposed to come out in 2030. Is it really that far off? Yeah. 
Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't yeah. seem like they'd be hyping it so much if uh, it's fucking oh, eight wait, years away. Wait, wait, wait. The London one, maybe, because I think, I think my boss told me about this. Um, I think that it's actually like a mod, like a really, really well put together mod. I don't know. Well, I mean, they did that with Enderall and the, and the Elder Scrolls. They used the Elder Scrolls uh, Skyrim engine to make a whole game, like a, an entire full-length AAA-style game. Um, it was just a bunch of random programmers. Most of them worked for free. It was about just, it was a passion project. And that's what this sounds like, too. But, I don't know. Hell yeah, man. Anything Fallout, I love. Oh, yeah. Um, the series is amazing. Uh, and the it's just so, I get lost in that world very easily. Um, like, a lot of times the lore in video games doesn't interest me at all. But I read every terminal. I listen to every tape. Oh, yeah. You know, I want to know, like, and it's always rewarding too because you'll have like there I remember there was one where this guy's like such and such and such she's a good kid if she if I catch her sneaking on me again I'll stab her in the eye with a pencil <laughs> <laughs> and he's like an american psycho type guy or something like that but i mean like yeah there's all these little hidden easter eggs and pieces of of like colorful history and stuff that make those games really rewarding to just really hunker down and, and explore. I'm going through that right now with the uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. I'm still right. playing it, but I'm, I'm playing it the same way that I play Fallout and everything where like I read everything. I go everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, to the best of my ability. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think that's one of the things that makes video games so like, like so popular is that a lot of people who play video games are either purists or completionists or both. They want the whole experience. They want to find every Easter egg. They want to unlock all the endings, mm -hmm. you know, and they want to play the games in, not just in, in, in not necessarily in release order, but chronological order, regardless of the technology technological gaps between like i remember when i started over the batman franchise i started with batman origins then i played asylum then i played city and then i played arkham knight in succession because i wanted to do it chronologically you know and and i mean like video games are probably one of the only mediums where you can do that in a fully interactive way like yeah you can watch the movies in the right order and you can read the books in the right order, but you're actually taking part in the story. You are the protagonist of the story. And that's something that video games do better than anything else mm -hmm. is, is they're the ultimate choose your own adventure book. And uh, I just, I love, I love that it's become such an art form. Uh, at the same time, I, I feel like there's a lot of grifters in the uh, gaming industry who just put out garbage knowing yeah. that someone will buy it, you know? Yep. Open world games are the best. Yeah, I love Period. open world games. I'm surprised you didn't get more into Skyrim. I mean, 
you like that setting, right? That sort just, of fantasy. Yeah, I just, I just haven't, I just haven't played it. That's all. But it's I mean, just, you have like the big fascination with dragons, right? I like, like dragons. Yeah. Well, I mean, this game is literally about fighting and all the the most dangerous dragon in the world, who is threatening the existence of the universe. Like, like basically, he can undo the universe. Um. It's and you yourself are dragonborn, which means you have the blood of dragons in you, and you can command certain ethereal forces using shouts, which is where you get the the whole Fosruda thing from. Ah. Anyway, at this point in the in the game, you can probably get it for like twenty bucks. You should pick it up. I strongly recommend it. I strongly recommend it. Yes. Not gonna do that. No. Not gonna do that. I think it's time to move on to this poor, sad lady. That I'm almost, it almost like hurts a little to talk about this because I just feel so bad about the whole situation. But this woman in Minnesota uh, was found living in a car with 47 cats. Yes. That is an amount of cats that I can't even, I can't even wrap my head around that. Yeah. In a car. God. You said lady, you meant he, by the way. Was it? I thought it was a lady. No, it was a dude. Crazy cat dude. The animals now this was written uh in the UK I guess so they have the the temperatures in Fahrenheit or in rather in uh in uh Celsius Yeah 32 so, degrees Celsius 32 degrees Celsius I'm thinking that's probably like 90 degrees 90 degrees it says right here yep 90 yeah. degrees Fahrenheit Yeah so that in a closed van it had to have been 130, 140 degrees. And they show a picture and they're all ginger cats. All of them. As far as I can tell. They're all beautiful. They're all gorgeous. Yeah. And, and I mean, but I mean, you know, uh, I don't know what it's like in Minnesota, but I know here in Pennsylvania, there is such an overabundance of cats right now that there's like a six month waiting list for, for um, spays and neuters because they're so busy spaying and neutering all these strays that they mm-hmm. get and they can't keep them. So they're, they're tagging them and they're putting them back out as control animals. And um, it's, it's like 47 cats. How do you rehome 47 cats? I don't think you do. Right. I just, I just, that's, that's an immense number. Right. I have uh, I have enough cats that I can say that even the number that I have, which is way less than 47, mm-hmm. would be very difficult to rehome if I ever had to. Not wow. that I would. They're my babies. Well, it looks like the, the guy did come to reason eventually. Um, it says here that uh, the instigator said with the heat yesterday, he recognized he was above and beyond what he was capable of, of doing. And he let us help them out. So, um, 
if he had previously given up another 14 cats that had been living in the car. Holy shit. 61 cats. 61 cats in a car. So if he, I don't, I don't understand. I just don't understand how, how was he in that? I mean, how was he getting? Okay. Every time I open my, my door to my house, one of the cats tries to like poke their head out the door and get out. Right. Mm -hmm. How do you wrangle 47 cats and keep them from getting out of the car? I see you opening that car door and cats spilling out by the dozens. I would think that just given the lack of space, that that would be the way that it was. <laughs> right. They just roll out of there. Yeah. It'd be like, uh, you know, uh, pouring water into an already full glass. Um, I just start spilling out the sides at the, at the place I volunteer. Um, the other day I went to feed the kittens and, uh, it was so funny. Uh, we get this mixture of wet food and like this kitten milk stuff um it's like a purina product or something like that mm -hmm. that you mix in so i mix a little bit of wet food with that and uh bring it into the room and as i'm walking to the room it's got like it's like a wired in room like it's got like a wire cage sort of blocking it from the rest of the building and i come up to the door and there's like six or seven cats climbing this thing yeah I know, I know the look. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I was like, this is heaven. But uh, yeah, trying to keep them all in the room and then feeding them. Because as soon as you start feeding them, they're jumping all over the place and trying to eat straight from the ladle that you're using. And yeah, lots of fun. But I don't know, man. Uh, 47 cats. I love cats, but I wouldn't even try to keep one in a car with me. No, I just no, I know I too just, much about what that will do. I just I guess this person was just at the end of their means and just had to do it. You know, I'm not unsympathetic. Yeah. I mean, you know, but they had to know they had to know that this wasn't mentally healthy. They had to. Right. I mean, I wonder what the inside of that car smelled like. Oh. Because I'm guessing that, the cats didn't go outside to use the litter box. No, no, no. And I don't care. I don't care <laughs> if you put a litter box in there. It's going to be full like a brownie tray in 15 minutes. <laughs> a brownie tray. I had a, well, you know, I got that from a, a vet. I, when I, uh, when I had um, zero, I'm sorry, uh, Loki. Loki, yeah, it was Loki had diabetes, and uh, he would pee so frequently that the litter box would turn to a tray of brownies. It was like so thick mm -hmm. and, and wet. And so, when we were at the vet, he was like clearly familiar with that phenomenon. And he was like, Yeah, so we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, we're gonna watch the litter box, no more brownies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a great vet, though. He was a dick. Not a very good vet. I won't say his name, but yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So Some feel... vets are good with big animals. Some vets are good with small animals. Some vets are just dicks. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say he was a bad vet. He was just a jack-off. 
Dude, I'll tell you what. This has been a good podcast episode, but it's also been one of the most low energy I think we've ever done. It's true. And it is just too goddamn hot in here. I think that's got a lot to do with it. Uh, It's like uh, I'm sitting inside the surface of the sun right now. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I have a little fan on my desk, but I, I mean, listen to this. Hold on. You hear that? No. You don't hear that metallic whining? Huh. Now it's not, not really. doing it. Fuck you, fan. Make a liar out of me. <laughs> You've been uncomfortable all this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have had this fan on. I won. <laughs> well, fuck it. <clears throat> fuck it, man. You know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. It's great to talk about the heat and all, but I don't fucking want to anymore, and I want to get out of it. So uh, that's got to be a story for another time because we are out of time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like that, that warm feeling that you got deep, deep down inside of your stomach. That, that happiness, that joy. We were talking about monkeypox and rubbing sores together uh, and rashes. Uh, uh, such a beautiful image. Goodbye. Goodbye.